This is Two Beers in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth. And welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it. Discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's two friends just having a good time. So kick back and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Two Beers in a Pod. I'm Seth Davis. And I'm Chase Mihalik. And, uh, yeah, welcome to the show. So, uh, Chase, you know, I heard you are doing a little fishing this weekend. Yes, yes. Uh, we went down to Lake Waco and decided that we were going to try to fish for the infamous blue cat. Oh, okay. Uh, so, it, how'd that go? It, uh, <laughs> you know, honestly, not too well. Um, <laughs> The gar kept eating the belly out of our bait. We were using um, shad, like pre-frozen uh, shad, to try to like catch you know these cats or whatever. Not um, like minnows I mean, or anything, or just like. I think next time. I think next time we're gonna maybe switch to like a, a live bait. I really want to use crawfish. I hear crawfish are like. Especially fresh crawfish are killer. Like catfish, love them. So I think I'm gonna try that next time. But yeah, man, just you know, throwing a pole in the water, trying to test my luck. But what uh, what'd you get into this weekend? Uh, this weekend, like I had a busy weekend. Man. I'm not gonna lie. Like start out Friday night, went to my cousin Carrie's wedding, which I had yeah. a great time. Like beautiful wedding. Yeah, it's always a nice time when the family gets together, and then it's like, not going to lie, open bar, so it was even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, open bar, especially when you don't have to leave a tip for the, oh, yeah. <laughs> for the bartender. I always do. I, so leave I, tip. I can't not leave a tip, especially when it's open bar. I, I feel like no, a terrible I, guy. <laughs> no, I cannot leave a tip. I'm good with it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a veteran that served my country. <laughs> Dude, next time we go out together, I'm gonna shame the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, what else? Then, what else are you to? Oh uh, yeah. And then um and Sunday, uh we were uh we they we did the Saint Martin's uh chicken uh chicken fry basically, like they had Saint Martin's Festival. Uh they changed it up because of COVID this year. Like they only did takeaway dinners, but you know, okay. chicken it was it was just a great time to get together and so yeah. tell me, like, tell me more about that, because you know I'm I'm here in Texas. You're in, you know, where you're at. Like, yeah, is that, it, yeah, is that local to Indiana? Yeah, like, St. Martin's is on York Ridge, and honestly, whenever that uh, we get together, it's kind of like a mini family reunion for for me. Uh, nice, because you know, get all get all the cousins together, and you know, I don't even go to the church. I just come out to fried chicken with my cousins it's it a great time yeah so like for people like listening in that aren't you know from that state what about, about what time of year do you know do they hold, hold this festival like honestly it was, it was this past weekend it was on sunday but uh usually they have a couple days but like you know this covid stuff's kind of messed everything all the schedules for this stuff up but right it, it was pretty good like I moved up from from chicken sorter from last year to uh, chicken flour, so I was pretty happy about that. 
Nice. Okay. Moving on up in the ranks, getting promoted. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty good, you know. So it's just a great time, you know, crack a couple natty lights and just have that. It's a, it's a, it's a, it was a hot day, honestly, like overall, especially like I, I felt bad for the guys actually doing all the frying in front of the kettles because like, Oof. you know what I mean? It's like 30 degrees hotter than it would be like me in the back, yeah. just flouring all the chicken, just getting it ready for them to go put it in the fryer. Yeah. So do you have any, like, when it comes to like, you know, you said you, you moved up from sorter to uh, doing the flour. Is there any kind of like technique that you use as far as like who, you know, who gets to volunteer as tribute <laughs> per se in the, in the chicken world? Like, how do you, how do you pick your chicken? Well, we usually go like, from my understanding, they get it from Husman's down in Harrison and, uh, like it all just comes in giant boxes and honestly my favorite part of the chicken is just the livers myself like I, I, nothing's better than like a fried chicken liver on a piece of rye bread and a little bit of onion that's that's the best part about the whole um, whole thing i'm not gonna lie that that sounds <laughs> that sounds really good i'm a foodie so like i'm always down to like try like you know new uh recipes if you will you know oh, what yeah. i mean so. yeah it's like and the thing is, too, it's like some people don't put enough pepper on their chicken. I, I, I think that's a big thing for me. <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't know about you, you Chase, but it's like no. <laughs> you got, you got to put some pepper on it. You know, good amount of salt and so some people put some cayenne in there, but black pepper I think is the best. Like, get a lot of black pepper. No, the reason, the reason why I'm laughing so hard is because. I was cooking one night and my wife came in the kitchen and she literally came in and saw what I was doing. She goes, you season like a white boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what, totally. What no i was like being so like frugal with the, like the seasoning i was like doing pinches of salt pinches of pepper she was like get in there and i was like this is why i can't cook like <laughs> <laughs> but you know but you know here's the thing though when it comes to like chicken and burgers on a grill though i'm telling you i've never had a single person complain about so uh i actually have a really good recipe so you just take your you know your bone-in chicken right and you and you put it on a pan um with tin foil on the bottom and you pretty much season to taste okay like whatever seasonings you decide to use for your chicken what i like to do is salt pepper a little bit of garlic just a t like a smidge of garlic right right um the creole seasoning like oh, the like all-purpose seasoning kind of thing yes yes and then a, a just a teeny tiny bit of cajun seasoning right right and then of course regular salt regular pepper okay but this is what this is where it gets tricky before you put the chicken down on the the tin foil, take a stick of butter and rub the the butter all over the the, the pan, right? Yeah. Then once that's done, put the chicken down and then cover that chicken with another piece of tin foil. Okay, so you're actually using tin foil on this. Like, does that yes. give it a moisture so, a lot or just a yes? Different? 
No, both because it'll marinate. What happens is when it like starts to marinate, it'll marinate in its own juices and stuff like that. Four twenty-five for twenty minutes. I'm telling you, bro, it'll be the best. And then you take it out, you check it, and then you pull the top layer of the tinfoil off, and then you put it in there for another five minutes to like crisp the the skin of the chicken. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. You have to try it. I, I will, man. Like, one of my favorite things, like, if I'm doing chicken on the grill, like, I, I'm super lazy about it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I so, like, the most work I'll be is, like, oh, I'm doing chicken tonight. So, like, in the morning, I'll, like, that Italian salad dressing, just a big bag of, of, like, chicken, like, just chicken tenders or chicken thighs, and I'll, like, punch the crap out of it just to tenderize it a bit. And salad dressing and just let it marinate all day and it just goes right on the grill. It's perfect. Like you, it's like so, it's so hard to mess up. When when like how long do you marinate that for? Like you can marinate like literally eight. You you could like honestly you can marinate it like I, sometimes I've done it like the night before, just because like I know okay. I'd be busy in the morning or something. But usually you could do it and it take like an hour to marinate. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break and we'll be back after this. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Two Beers in a Pod. So, we were talking about your what you did last weekend with the festival and, and the and the chicken fry. I know when I'm eating good chicken, I want to have a good beer. What do you like recommend? Do you recommend like a certain type? Yeah. Well, it's like, I'll be honest, like during the whole chicken fryer, man, we're drinking Natty Light the whole day. And, okay. uh, you know, some gin and lemonade, but a good, like, like around here, like a cool kind of brewery place to go to is uh, Rheingeist down over Ryan. It's all the way in Cincinnati in Ohio across the border. But, uh, I tell you what, it's kind of a cool place to go to just because it's a, it's a whole brewery that you can walk into, get like the freshest beer you want from like, cause it's straight from the brewery. And like, they got this whole like up upstairs top on the brewery where it's a whole mm-hmm. like beer garden on top of this whole building. And you can see all of Cincinnati. Like it, it, oh, it, wow. I'd recommend it for a place to take a date for sure. Because it's just it's just kind of a cool atmosphere. Like I, I've been in there, and they'll they'll have different things. Like they'll have cornhole just set up in the oh. middle of the floor. And dude, um, I love cornhole. <laughs> dude, I suck at cornhole, but you know I, I'm I love playing. Do you do you remember when we went into the Wade Bowen fest? Yes, and and we were handing kids. Like the business playing Dude, cornhole, we were man. We we owned cornhole at the Wade Bones Festival. That was that was freaking yes. awesome. And then that one kid like came over and got serious, like turned his hat around backwards. He was like, "All right." He's like, "It's a switch," you know. It's, yeah. Like, no, that was that was that was that was a good game though. They they did give us. I think they ended up winning the second the second round that oh, we yeah. played. They. But by then, by then I was nice and buzzed, and it was Dude, hot. We were both buzzed. It, like 
well, it was like it was over like a hundred degrees that day. Anyways, we were hot oh, in the sun. It was so hot. It was so hot, and I um, I remember thinking, I'm gonna I'm gonna take off my shirt and my shorts, and I'm gonna get down to my underwear, and I'm gonna jump in the Lake Waco. Remember, <laughs> I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wonder, I wonder if it's technically I'm leaving the fairgrounds if I get into because it was connected right like yeah. down to the their little was. fence off area was like, connected to the lake. I was like, I wonder if you know technically I'm leaving the fairgrounds if I jump in the water. <laughs> it was so odd. I'll be honest, that's not the first time I thought about it, like in that lake. Cause like uh I went down there for a tailgate one time because it, it was right there at the Baylor Stadium. Okay. And uh well, basically, like me and my buddy, we we pretended like we had went to Baylor and we're part of like all the alumni shit, <laughs> <laughs> you know, to get free food. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's one way to do it. Like another hot day as well, and I'm like, dude, we could totally jump in that lake. No one would care. <laughs> yeah. See, okay, so here's the thing. So you pretended to be part of an alumni uh, at a college to get free food, but yeah. you're gonna get mad at me. You're going to get mad at me for not leaving a tip oh, at an yeah, open bar. 100%. 100%. I offered him to be a booster all day long for college football. But you will leave a tip for the bartender at open I probably left a tip for them for the food. But see, I think I feel like it balances out because, like, I won't pretend I'm in college to get free food. <laughs> Like to be honest, we we were already kind of buzzed because we literally were tailgating. We just like walk into like the football stadium, like oh, they got a alumni, you know, spot. Oh, they got pulled pork and nachos. Yeah. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't even go here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. So you okay? So you said there's like a beer garden up top. Like, so where exactly is this place located? Uh, it's located in like oh, in over the Rhine in Cincinnati. So, to be honest, it's kind of like one of those sketchy hipster neighborhoods. Mm, like it's like okay. one of those things that are like kind of coming around. But uh, like, I wouldn't stay too late there. But like, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Like, I, I would park when pretty close lights, to the building. <laughs> when the street lights come on, it's time to go home. Yeah, kind of kind of thing. Unless you like. You know, you parked right outside, right next to it. But uh, no, it's cool. Yeah. Man. Like I've been in there like one time. They had they had a they did they did a thing with the Cincinnati Museum of Natural History or whatever uh, uh, Union Terminal Museum, and they had a whole dinosaur in there, like legit. Like I think it was like a what of those dinosaurs with the long necks? Like they had the whole dinosaurs. Yeah, they had that just chilling in the brewery because it's so big just as a display piece what was it what was it made of like wood or bone or no it's a legit fossil oh my goodness that's so freaking cool yeah they did like this is crazy man like you should see our airport they do the same thing except they they got all (laughs) like uh what is it like saber tooth tiger fossils in the airport and like i think like mastodon or something like that (laughs) Like if I was rich, I would have an airport, and I would have like f- like fossils like that in my airport. But I would have the saber tooth tiger like latched onto the neck of the Segasaurus, like bringing it down with like oh yeah, a, that, an, that <laughs> anatomic totally movement. in that time frame. 
it's only two not opposing like periods of time. <laughs> like anatomic anatomic <laughs> movements like Yeah. <laughs> that is that's awesome. Yeah, so there there's a uh, it, so technically technically it's a microbrewery. Um, I, I'd say so. It's it's per, it's like it, it's local beer. Uh, yeah. for sure. Okay, so, so yeah, so that I would think like anything that's like local, local, because there's the reason I, I say that or ask that is because there's actually a brewery down here, but I believe that it's a microbrewery, and it is called Bear Arms. Okay, and it's actually got like a really cool uh story because I feel like it's kind of like the American dream. So there was. Two guys, uh, Justin Welch and Keith Collier, and they were pretty much like decided, hey, let's, you know, let's homebrew, let's homebrew, and just have fun with it, and you know, that's it. Like they weren't even trying to do anything with it; they were just doing homebrew. And somebody in the business came to them and was like, "This is one of the best," um, you know samples i've had in this style like the homebrew style right and you know sat down and asked like can we do this you know what i mean like can we like make this take off and i think they've been in for 10 years now um but they have this really cool uh it's like one of their core like drinks there it's a job a java jolt a java like is that is it like beery or is it like yeah it's it's beer but i i it's like made with like you know coffee beans in it or whatever so i i'm assuming i mean i've never had it but i'm assuming it's like a uh almost like a lager but yeah, yeah. i mean it has to be dark you know what i mean like a oh like probably like the only closest thing i can think of is like something like a guinness you know yes like, yeah guinness guinness. Has like yeah subtle coffee subtle kind of like chocolate flavor yeah and i'm sure yeah i'm sure it's you know obviously it's not guinness but it's you know something that's like that but what's really cool about these guys is they use grain that's used by local farmers yeah so like the the farmers go and they 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 use the grain they grow the grain and then they give it back and then it's all like you know pretty much just so all local here in Waco local so local can get <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> i mean you walk into the place and i i feel like like the music stops and everybody turns around and starts staring at you like, <laughs> 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 it's like man, i don't remember seeing him at the church picnic so <laughs> <laughs> exactly Exactly. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. Hey, welcome back to Two Beers in the Pod. I'm Seth Davis here with Chase Mahout. And uh, we're getting to the point of the show where uh, we're getting to the beard of the problem here. How to style, (laughs) maintain your beard. And uh, Chase, uh, why, don't, why don't you take it away from here, talking about uh, face shapes? Yeah, so you know, knowing your face shape is uh, crucial, in in my opinion, you know, to 
figuring out the, how you're going to style. It, you know, it, it's it's almost like you're the soul of your beard, in my opinion. So, uh, you know, you have several uh, face shapes, but we're going to talk about just a few. And the what I I feel like the majority, and that's the starting out is like oval. Now your face length on the oval is going to be greater than the width of your cheekbones and your forehead is greater than your jawline. Uh, the angle of your jaw is rounded rather than sharp. So you're going to have a pretty round face like it, you know, like the description says, but mostly what you want to focus on is, is the chin area uh, because having, you know, the a rounded jawline, like like that, right? Then that's going to allow you to be more versatile, you know, in your in your style. So uh, basically, that's kind of like a face for a universal beard. Like that face can fit any beard. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you can pretty much do anything you want. So, you know, if you have a nice oval oval face shape, like you are, you know, you're rocking and rolling pretty much. Yeah. I was like, because I know uh, earlier before we, we started recording, you were talking about like how people with uh, triangle kind of face shapes, they should not, they should avoid the goatee at all cost. Yeah. So, you know, when you, when you have a triangle face shape, your jawline measures greater than your cheekbones, which measure, measures larger than your forehead. So, I mean, you are pretty much an upside down triangle. You're going to have a really sharp chin. Uh, you know, your jawline is going to be most likely, you know, low and not dominant at all. So, yeah, you want to you want to have, you know, facial hair that does not focus on the the chin at all. Like, yeah. you, like you said, I wouldn't do a goatee. I wouldn't do any kind of like soul patch or anything like that. I would like I'll, I'll be honest. I think everyone should avoid a soul patch. <laughs> like just an overall rule, Ter- terrible looking. I-, I wouldn't even call it a beard, honestly. It's not, it's not, oh. even, not even a beard. Like anytime I think soul patch and goatee, I, I think of cartoon devils. You know, I like. Yeah, it doesn't even look good on them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I, I I get what you're saying. I mean, the thing is, too, is you know, I I think the reason why people kind of go with goatees if you will is because they're afraid of their beard growing in patchy or i could see that you know a different color uh but no i agree i i'm not a fan but i mean hey you gotta do what you gotta do and sometimes you know that's what you get is like, the soul patch and anytime i think of like someone saying a soul patch i think oh man when's that smooth jazz album gonna drop <laughs> you know <laughs> Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Only sure. person like, ever looked good on was Andre three thousand. That's that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, like they're running around with a saxophone in their back pocket, exactly. like ready to bust, <laughs> ready to bust out. Yeah. Oh man, that's good. So another another face shape is uh, the square. Now all your measurements are fairly the same. The angle of the jaw is gonna have a sh- is gonna be sharp rather than rounded. Okay. Um. The, you, you remember that episode of SpongeBob SquarePants where Squidward gets beat up and gets like knocked around and he gets like oh, he, hit so hard they make him beautiful. Yeah, he got, <laughs> he got punched pretty. 
yeah, that's pretty much, uh, you know, your square face. Um, so when it comes to square, uh, you know, you're still going to have an, uh, the jawline is still going to have like a, a little bit of a, a sharp angle, mm-hmm. but not obviously as sharp as, you know, triangle. So you can have, you know, uh, facial hair on the chin, but what I would do is I would have it to where it's more fuller and it's, you know, not like super bushy, but let it grow out, you know, that way. Yeah. That way you can kind of like, uh, I would, I would grow it up like where your shave line is or cause you know, everyone decides like where they, how low they want to go with their edge line. I would have a higher edge line and then I would let that grow out a little bit right? and then shape, shape that to your face. That way you can almost, almost have like a squared off kind of look, but with the hair, you know, it's not going to give it that squared, that squared look. So, right. It's like, I'll, I'll be honest. Anytime I think of a square face and just kind of like, Usually, usually it's a bigger guy. It's got got like a squared yeah. face, and it's like I always think of Squirrel yeah. Dan off of Letterkenny. Yeah, <laughs> good old Letterkenny. Yeah, talk about yeah. big guy. <laughs> that is, he is, he is a big guy. Um, but yeah, no, that's like a, a really good example of uh, you know square. So then you have, uh, you know, the diamond. And that's going to be your face length measures largest. Then in descending order, uh, your cheekbones, forehead, and the smallest is a is the jawline. Now you're going to have a the chin where it's pointed. So same same rule applies, you know, with the diamond and the triangle. Try not to have anything predominantly on your chin that's going to draw attention to that area. Dude, I'll be honest. So, when you when you said like a diamond shape. Uh, you know, uh, face. I, I honestly, I went straight to thinking like cone heads. <laughs> you know, like I'm trying to think like who 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 have I ever seen that has like a diamond shaped face? <laughs> cone heads is a perfect. That movie. When did that movie come out? I, like, Do you remember? I want to say like early '90s, late '80s. Yeah. No, that movie was fantastic. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, and they actually, they I think they they tried to do like two or three of them, but uh, yeah, I I enjoyed it as a kid. That was that was a good movie. Yeah, it was yeah. a good movie. It's so so yeah, that I I I think I feel like they had a lot of fun with uh, recording or just like making that that movie. Uh, the the. I mean, they had some heavy hitters oh, on that yeah. one. So it was it was very good, very good uh, film to watch. So, but yeah, guys. So just just keep in just keep in mind, um, you know, picking out your your beard shapes. Uh, if you want to read a really good article that explains, you know more of this in, in greater detail, uh, you can go to www.fashionbeans.com and you can, you know, you can look for yourself and see, 
exactly like what you're looking for. All right, guys. Well, that's all the time we have today. Uh, join us next week. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to discuss uh, some of our favorite fast food places. And we're also going to go ahead and give you some travel hacks that we picked up along the way. Thanks for tuning in. And we hope to see you next week. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thanks for joining us and we hope to see you next week. Until then, stay frosty. All right, guys, we're going to take a break and we'll be back after this.